Love and peace to you all. Welcome to Own Your Truth. I am Brianna Johnson, your hostess. I am also the proud owner of Bahati Tea Company. If you are in the market for some new teas, check out the website. It's at bahatiteacompany.com. Bahati is B-A-H-A-T-I. To find out more about me, I will refer you to episode one of this podcast or to my website, which is IamBriannaJohnson.com. Brianna is B-R-I-A-N-A. Today you are listening to episode 17 entitled The Mind-Body Connection. I love my listeners. You guys are great. Um, My tribe continues to grow as we keep getting international listeners as well as the domestic ones here in the United States. I love all of you. Someone recently asked me to talk a little bit about some of the other things that I'm into besides just the podcast. I am a writer and I will be putting out two books this year. If I say it out loud, I've, I've got to proclaim it to attain it. I teach you guys that, so I'm practicing that myself. I've got um, an ebook and audio version of two titles that I will be publishing this year. The one I think will come out first will probably be The Dynamics of Sex, Sex Education for a New Age, and that will be a reference book. And then the second book I'll be putting out is more of a a memoir entitled Learning to Love, True Stories of Interracial Love. And I'm still playing with the titles, so don't hold those to me. I've changed them a couple times, so they may switch around. I am also in the running for the New Zealand Fellowship cohort. It is the eighth and final one unless they rewrite the program or extend it. But the New Zealand Fellowship cohort is a collaboration of entrepreneurs and investors from all over the globe that are trying to push forward this initiative of positive change and I desperately wanted to be a part of that ever since it's come out and now it looks like I might have an opportunity to do that. I've already applied and right now uh, my information is being reviewed by the the panel to decide whether I'm going to be accepted or rejected. So your guys' support at this point is awesome for me. It helps me to move forward on my plans to spread awareness for the things that are going on, but also to enact programs that will help people with their personal change that, of course, transitions into global change. So any kind of financial support you could give the channel or purchases on the T website, that would be great. If you're not able to do any of that, I completely understand. Refer me to as many people as possible that you believe would benefit from my show, and we will call it good. Again, thank you all for your love. Thank you all for your support, and let's dive in. I'd like to start by first posing a question. Did you wake up this morning and just go, wow, it is so good to be me. I love being me. I love my life. I love who I am. I feel so good about myself. No, that wasn't you this morning. Well, don't feel bad if that's not how you felt this morning. Honestly, there are some days I struggle with it myself. It can be a daily challenge to be happy with who I am on a regular basis. And again, we've we've talked about the mental mind warrior mindset, and we are going to be discussing that a little bit today and the connection that the mind and the body have together, how your mind affects your physical health and how your physical health can affect your mental health. 
One of the reasons I'm doing this particular topic today is that last week we went into some very, very deep conversations. We touched on several subject matters that other people may not have been willing to broach with a 20-foot pole, and we just dove right in. So we're going to do a little segment today because it helps ground us and refocus, bring us back to center, and allow us to have a little bit of personal growth. I know that we do it on on a regular day with the podcast, but today we're going to focus more on recentering and restructuring and making sure that we are good, that our foundation is set. We can't go out and save the world if we're falling apart. And you all know how I love to make a good list. So the first part of this is taking a personal inventory. You need to assess your physical health and physical needs right now. And then on another list or maybe another column on the same page, go ahead and make a list of your mental mindset, things that you are strong in, things that worry you, things that you fear. Go ahead and make that list and make it as complete as possible. For some of you, it may be a really short list. For others, a much longer list. It may take up several pages. We are not We are not comparing ourselves to anyone else, not now, not ever. And the reason being is that is a huge pitfall for self-sabotage. We're not going to do it. One of my favorite authors regarding the subject matter of the mind-body connection is Deepak Chopra. And he doesn't usually write books on his own. He usually co-writes with other people. But if you haven't looked into him or people that do similar work, check them out because they they even talk to you about how our mindset and the things that we do on a daily basis can even affect our genome, microbiomes in our system, and down to a cellular and DNA level, how we change and transform that. It used to be believed that DNA was a fixed thing and that, you know, it sticks with you for you know, at least four generations. So you're the product of your great grandparents and your great grandchildren will be the product of of however your health is. And now there's research that shows and defines that we can change the structure of our own DNA as far as um, health ailments and what we're prone to have. If you have a history of cancer in your family, for example, there's ways for you to, in essence, rewrite your script and the script for your future family. So if you haven't checked that out, and I know there's more things being published constantly. The science is incredible. The discoveries are incredible. So don't ever believe that the way that your health is right now, or even the way that your mindset is right now, is that it's fixed or that it's degenerative and it will only get worse. That's only going to be the case if that's what you want. And that's where the mind-body connection comes in and has to be strong. You have to be willing to do the hard mental work and in some cases the hard physical work as well. If you did not know, your physical activity is linked to your creativity. It's also linked to your hormone levels. So if you're feeling a little bit in a slump and your creative juices aren't flowing or you feel like you don't have the energy that you need, it might be that you need to have a little bit more of physical activity in your life in order to get those things back up and running so that they're not so sluggish. Not only can regular exercise help with your digestive tract and your sex drive, but it's also one of the things that helps us to clear out the mental clutter. 
And what I mean by mental clutter is all of the things that we obsess over during the day, the things that stress us out, maybe the things we have no control over, or these confines and mindsets that we put upon ourselves because we can be our own worst enemy. Physical exercise like stretching, going for long walks, hitting the gym, even having sex with your partner, those can all be great ways to empty out the mental clutter so that you can refocus and redirect. It helps you to recenter and also in a lot of ways helps you to look at the bigger picture so that we're not pigeonholing and making the smallest anthills into gigantic mountains. All right, so back to our list. For everything on your physical side, um, anything that you think that you have a problem with physically, what I want you to do for each item on that list is to create at least one physical and at least one mental thing that you can do to help change that particular item. Then you'll do the same thing for the list of your mental health. And I did want to give you a couple of mental tricks because I think it's important going forward as a mental warrior or mental warrior in training, however you want to see yourself. Um, Let's say that you're in a, a mental mind space and you're trying to create another mental thing that you can do to get out of that mind space. All right, sometimes you have to physically say to yourself mentally or even out loud, stop, okay? You also have to redirect your thinking. So let's say, for example, I was obsessing over um, a nightmare I had last night and I just can't get this out of my head. It's bothering me, it's been bothering me all day. It's starting to make me really worry. I'm fidgeting. I can't focus. So I take a mental break and I say, stop. Physically, I can probably get up and go outside. Sometimes changing your environment helps. So that's on the physical side. Mentally, you have to change the mental space as well. So I'm sitting here and I'm obsessing about this. The first thing I have to do is tell myself stop. Mentally, I have to say stop. Right now, I'm putting an end to it and draw a blank. And you can do this by maybe closing your eyes and just seeing the darkness behind your eyelids, the black space. Tell myself stop. Now you can see in this exercise how we're incorporating a physical with a mental. Okay, and a lot of the mental exercises are somewhat like that. Another exercise you can do is one that's very popular when people are meditating, but you can do this during any time of the day. It doesn't have to be reserved for meditation. This can also be something that you do during your exercise routines too if you still feel like you're being plagued by unwanted thoughts. Allow yourself to feel whatever emotion you have and let it flow through you and away from you. You have to mentally imagine this happening. You're seeing or an emotion flow into you and then out of you. You process it and it's out the door. Now, if it keeps coming back, same emotion, same feeling, you might ask yourself in that moment, where's the feeling coming from? Where is this emotion source from? And address the source. And then we talked about this in another podcast where especially if it's fear or anxiety, look at the worst possible outcome. Why do I feel this way? What, what am I so afraid of? What do I think is going to happen? And then address the worst possible outcome and what you would do about that so that you can process that emotion and eliminate the fear and you can move past it. You can move through it. And sometimes imagining your emotions with fluidity, coming, going, ebbing, flowing, it makes them 
more fluid to the point that they don't sit inside you like a concrete block, okay? If they're fluid, they flow. It's like an airflow. They come in, they go out. They come in, they go out. We let that go. Just let it go. You want to prevent overanalyzing of any one thing. And that's why you have to let the emotions become fluid. If you feel like you're obsessing over one thing, start creating a flow, a mental flow. Incorporate other feelings. Incorporate other experiences in your headspace and let them flow. Imagine them in a glass jar with water and you're gently moving it back and forth in your hand. What happens to those emotions? What happens to those experiences? Realize that you are in control of that jar. It's within your grasp. You're controlling the flow. You're controlling the emotions and the experiences that are within that jar. The emotions are not controlling you. You are in control of the emotions. If the emotions and experiences just become too overwhelming, imagine you take that entire jar and dump the water down a sink or down the toilet and flush it and you're telling yourself I'm done with this I'm done with this feeling I'm done with this emotion does that work permanently I guess it depends on the emotion and the experience and your mental mindset and whether or not you've actually resolved the issue because sometimes the emotions can come back and this is where we have plenty of practice to become that mental warrior Every time one of those unwanted feelings comes up, take it as an opportunity to put on your battle gear and practice because that's all that it really is. Take yourself out of the equation and look at the bigger picture. We are nothing but human experiences, okay? And so they come, they go. The same thing with people and relationships. They come, they go. More people come, more people go. It's never ending. It's a constant flow. It's a constant stream. It's part of our human experience. The emotions are the same way. You can change the mindset that you're in. You absolutely can. And at first it is difficult. But when you learn some tricks that work for you, because they're different for everyone, then you are in control. It's no longer the other way around. You've probably already heard that we are the product of our own mindset. Someone told me once that we actually create the hell that we live in. And my response is, well, I don't want to live in a hell. So I guess I need to create the heaven that I want to have or, you know, whatever the equivalent of that is. I also know that music helps a lot of people get out of that headspace, uh, jamming out to your favorite tunes or listening to classical or just singing and belting that out uh, at the top of your lungs can help you to empty out that mental clutter so that you have a chance to refocus. Now, there is a health benefit to that as well. Every time that we step out of the chaos, the mental confusion, and have this little period of downtime where we're not stressing, we lower our blood pressure and it actually helps our heart. So there are benefits too to creating this space. There's way more than that as well. I won't go into all of that. But if you look into the benefits of meditation, for example, they speak a lot in there or, you know, yoga and stretching. Did you know that by giving yourself some really good stretches and what I mean by really good is keeping a pose for 20 seconds or longer, that you can actually break up the fat buildup against your muscles and also, also prevents the fat from solidifying. So there little things like that. So I would encourage you guys to work on those lists 
and to do a little bit of research, be diligent. One of the reasons I don't spoon feed you guys on this channel, and I hope that you don't feel like, oh, well, she's just not telling us enough or she's not giving us a lot of information. It's just the basis. One of the reasons for that is I want you to research a lot of this information on your own. What resonates with one of you is not going to resonate with another one. And so it makes no sense for me to go into hours worth of conversation and tell you exactly where to find the information and step-by-step guides on X, Y, and Z, right? Part of the mental warrior concept is being able to take your own life back into your hands. And all I'm doing is providing some suggestions and some guidelines. It's up to you guys to do the hard work. It's up to each and every one of us on an individual level to do the hard work. So let's all set some goals for our physical and our mental health and find ways to make the connection between the two stronger. And just like that, that's our Monday. Until tomorrow, own your truth.